0: Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Pokey Tower Podcast.
1: Alright, what's up everyone and welcome to episode 22 of the Pokey Tower Podcast. Thank you for tuning in guys and thank you for your continued listening man. We appreciate it. It's a a whole lot of help to us. Uh, We really like Putting on this show, put on this podcast for you guys, giving you guys value and knowledge on everything collectibles from Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh! to Pokemon, whatever you guys want to know. Uh, we want to make sure we're providing value as much as possible. But for this week, not too much. <clears throat> same same thing going on. Uh, we have our new segments, guys. Underrated, overrated, high uh highest Pokemon sale of the week. You guys already know what it is if you've been listening to the last two episodes. Um, thank you guys, Apple listeners. You guys already know what it is. Rate and review. We did get some new reviews. We did get some new uh, ratings too. We're one away from thirty five star ratings. One. So if you're out there listening right now and you guys haven't rated on your Apple uh, products yet, so that means if you guys have another tablet, another something, hey, yeah. go rate. Go, go rate. be that one to give us that thirty five star ratings. That'd be awesome. We'd really appreciate it. Um, what we're else also we
0: got? we're also like I think about hundred plays away from four thousand streams. So that's going to be a big deal here pretty Ooh, soon get too. Getting
1: close to the end of the year goal getting a lot closer
0: we gotta get to 10k by the end of the year and it's February we're almost at 4k so we're gonna keep pushing there if you guys can um, share this on your uh, socials if you have any friends that are you know quotations just getting back in everyone's just getting back in but um, anyone who's new suggest this info to them so that they can get started quicker and not have to make the mistakes that we all made when we first started that would help us out a lot don't keep this info a secret yeah
1: you know what I mean spread the wealth spread the knowledge
0: discord guys we appreciate you we've been having a lot of fun in there that's been oh yeah it's yeah. been cool um it's been cool to be able to t- I get
1: to talk to you guys uh, a lot more often and a lot more frequently so and we get to fill a, ho- a whole lot more blanks in your guys' um like knowledge in terms of like collecting a whole lot quicker and I feel like it's a whole lot more beneficial to you guys yeah it's been
0: fun we like it and uh yeah glad we glad you guys pushed us to do that too definitely. Alright, I think we're going to start our first segment of the week. Dead silence. Oh, (laughs) highest Pokemon sale of the week. Highest Pokemon sale of the week. Let's go. We
1: struck gold. We went to McDonald's and bought 100 packs of 25th anniversary. McDonald's promos. Happy Meals
0: promos. That's That's what the slot machine was for. You know, low-key, I like those. I like the promos. They're cool, but that's not what the slot machine was for. (laughs) All right. This is something way more valuable, way cooler. This is big brain stuff, okay? Save the promos for the kids. It's for the kids. Wrinkly brain moves. Yeah, here we go. Highest Pokemon sale of the week. This is... Dude, we were actually surprised by this one. This one's cool. It's different. We got a new champ this week. 1995 Pokemon Top Sun. Some some of the first Pokemon cards ever made, by the way, a War Turtle, blue back, no number, PSA ten, pop one. This thing sold. This thing sold. Not a best offer. Pop one. This, That's a this super guy, rare card. This guy literally sold for forty four thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Forty five k
1: for Let's a non hollow, Japanese non hollow non hype.
0: Yeah, non War turtle Charizard. dude. War Turtle. So what does this mean for the War Turtle market? I don't know if it means much because Top Sun doesn't really translate over to... um, TCG. Right. But there's something you might want to do. Maybe you have Top Sun. Maybe maybe you listen to other creators and you've been buying Top Sun. Maybe you check the price of your raw cards. This could totally affect it. Um, The reason... This is a little bit more of an outlier because it's a pop one. It's a PSA 10 pop one. That's what makes it this an absolute gem. Um, not so much that it's top sun or that it's you know a war turtle it's it's because this is one of a kind this is the only one in the world this thing's this card is 20 something years old. yeah um, that's what makes it unique. it's a crazy crazy collectible card So one of a kind only one guy will probably ever have this card um, until it's sold again. So that's the special thing about it. Um, if you haven't checked out top sun cards I would I would suggest that you check them out maybe you maybe you get into them for me, um, it was a toss-up between Top Sun and Cardass. Uh, so it was one or the other. And I went with Cardass just because I was able to get the volume and also lock in that near-mint to mint condition. Um, but Top Sun was a play. Uh, obviously, Charizards are you know big for those. It, pretty much any Pokemon is if you can get a good grade. The interesting thing about these is they have different colored backs. And I haven't done my research on these, but I'll, I think the blue back is the rarest you can get. Then there's green backs and there's red backs I mean all that is is the back of the cards a different color um, but awesome new champ this week last week you had Lugia what was the lugia 76k yeah the lugia was like some crazy number it was way up there totally totally expected like when yeah, you see that definitely. kind of card but this this caught me off guard um, and there were some there were some charizards that sold this week but only for about 20k a pop so this was a big deal um, and again yeah. I, hopefully you, you branch out uh, and start looking at, you know, uh, non-TCG type cards. These were some of the first cards ever made, which makes them like super special. I mean, 1995, that's a big deal. And uh, yeah, maybe if maybe you like the art and you'll you'll collect some of these just for your own personal collection. I think they're cool.
1: I definitely think they're cool cards. Super cool. And man, it's like to have that kind of yeah, card. Yeah, Pop 1. Pop 1 that's not like something hype yeah. or crazy. Back from 1995. Whoever that is just loves Pokemon. Yeah, that's a unique, unique card. I like it. Right.
0: Alright guys, that is it for the highest Pokemon sale of the week. Maybe next week we have a new champion. And let's get into the next segment here. Here we go. The ultimate game show on the Poketar Podcast. Underrated, overrated. Two minutes or less. Two minutes on the clock. Thank you guys for all the um submissions you guys do in our Discord. Uh, It it helps us out Make this segment What it is Without your guys' Submissions every week This this could go flat Very fast So continue to send them in Every week If you're not in our discord Make sure you join By sending us an email We'll give you the link Or you can click The links in my description On TikTok or Instagram It's free You get to hear all the All the Cool stuff And lowdown stuff That we're doing Before it hits You know Our social media platforms And you guys get to talk With us real time So it's actually Kind of cool All right Devin is the contestant for this week. If he wins, he gets a PSA ten top sun war turtle. He's <laughs> got to get through them all. <laughs> all right, underrated, overrated, with a quick description as uh, why you feel that way. All right, let's go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Starting the clock now.
1: Sword and Shield TCG series. Uh, underrated. I think it's underrated. Um, Darkness of Blaze, Base Set, um, Sword and Shield, uh, even um, Rebel Clash, you know what I mean? With Frostmoth mm-hmm. and all those other cards, they're going to go, I think, slept on for a long time. Pokemon on Game Boy. Pokemon on Game Boy. Balanced, not, not underrated or overrated. I think it's. Properly rated. Yeah, properly rated. It's Pokemon on Game Boy. What's not to love? Hidden Fates. Hidden Fates, I think it's a little bit. Overrated right now. The prices I think are way out of control Um, Especially with shiny fates right around the corner. I don't really see it being in all the reprints, too I don't see it holding the value that does next. Okay, uh, Meiji Cardass and Zucon Pass. I'm not interested in any of those cards. Okay, Gary V. Gary V. I think he's uh, probably rated. I think he you know knows his place and he knows where he stands. And in terms of the Pokemon, maybe you don't listen to him, you know, because he needs a little more knowledge just in terms of the whole collecting of Pokemon. But I think it's a great guy. To Listening, to, really good advice. Next, Steve Aoki buying Yu-Gi-Oh and Fortnite. Steve Aoki buying Yu-Gi-Oh and Fortnite, I think is a, is a great thing. I like Steve Aoki and collecting. I feel like he his uh, presence in the industry is really good for everybody. Um, he hasn't done anything slimy or grimy uh, to bring any type of bad shame, so I like him in the hobby. I think it's awesome. Non-Holo Rares. Non-Holo Rares I think are underrated. Um, a lot of people don't know that you can sell some of them in, for bulk, you know, the ones that are playable. So, look up your Non-Holo Rares. Digimon video games. Underrated? Digimon video games are underrated. I mean, the old ones on PlayStation, DigiWorld, where you got to train your guy all Fire. the way from the, from the beginning in the training camp, that was sweet. Big ol' punching glove, punching and stuff. Next. Logan Paul in Pokemon, the new wave. Uh, Logan Paul, I have no... This is, um... Time! I think, I think, uh, Alright. I gotta finish that out, though, right? Alright, go ahead, finish it out. Under, I think it's underrated, you know? Um, I think everyone kind of expected, you know, Logan Paul, like, to have this like, it's really, really big, big ordeal, you know what I mean? He's going to try to make so much money and so many people are going to try to copy it or try to, you know, um, do the same thing he does. But I think, in all reality, he's the only one that can do it, you know, because he has the amount of, like, uh, exposure. He's likable, too. Yeah, he's likable, he has exposure, and he actually likes the hobby, you know. He uh, he hasn't brought any shame or or Mm. bad juju on the hobby, so, again, Logan Paul's not a bad guy to have in the hobby as well. And I'm glad that he's coming back with a new wave, buying more boxes. All right, it looks like you
0: had about six more left to go. You did not win this week. Nope. We're sending you on a vacation to Hawaii instead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that sums it up for Underrated Overrated in two minutes. Tune in every week to win your free Shadowless Base Set Charizard.
1: Just kidding. <laughs> disclaimer. Devin has not helped me out at <laughs> all right now. I don't understand. Yeah, I'm not catching Denny's vibes on his pause here. But anyways, disclaimer, it's not a real thing, guys. But tune in every week.
0: All right. Let's get into the next segment. DigiDestined. Digimon. Digimon. Oh, yeah. Digimon. Digimon. Still popping off, guys. So we saw, the. Uh, I guess, some modern stuff's been hitting the stores. And if it hasn't, uh, this week coming up on the 12th, your local game stores, local card stores should be having it. And if your targets and Walmart's didn't spill the beans this week, you'll start seeing it later on this week or last week. So if you didn't see it last week, you're probably going to start seeing it more rolling this week. But um, I know that our zip codes have been getting wiped out because on my Mercari, my offer up everything local is sealed Digimon that isn't even out yet. So that tells me that my stores did release it. I just never saw it. I mean, they're everywhere. It's on my Facebook. It's like everywhere. Um, so, yeah, Digimon's on the rise, guys. I think I think a lot of people slept on it, and uh, we never did. We loved it. We love it for what it is, even if it wasn't valuable or if it's not cool. I still think it's cool. Um, the show is superior to the Pokemon anime. It really is, and that's what that's what kind of makes the cards even better because you have these stories and connections with the TV show that you remember. Then you get the card, and it's just it's a big deal. So the new stuff's coming out. Uh, later on this week, if you haven't gotten yet, hopefully you'll find some. I haven't gotten any sealed stuff. I've been sniping I think, singles.
1: I think. I think the fact that you know not seeing any sealed product, you know what I mean. That's and, a good thing. And just finding it, in, uh, you know, on a you know offer up or on eBay or you know your local zip code. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. It kind of ensures you that yeah, Digimon's going to do well and it is it mm. is going to progress, especially with all the popularity in terms of collecting and TCGs. know and, well, and a lot of people are trying to resell everything. But yeah, anyways, it could just be resellers taking advantage. It's it's everything's amplified right now, um, but.
0: Early signs show that Digimon is going to do very well, and possibly even better than Dragon Ball Super here pretty soon. Because Dragon Ball Super is very popular, and there are chase cards that get up into the you know four, five, six thousand dollars in like BGS tens and things like that. So, Digimon's already trending that way. I'm starting to see it now on eBay when I look at brand new graded cards and stuff like that. Um, but this week we're not going to talk about the new cards. We're taking it back to series one. Um, there's been a couple questions in the Discord which I, let me, let me just clarify right now. If you, if you ask me, what should I buy? I'm probably not going to answer you because it's not my job to tell you what to buy. You should be buying what you like. And if you, if you have to say, what should I buy? That, that tells me my, my assumption is that you're trying to flip it because you're like, Hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. If I can get him to tell me what I need to get, I can make good money. That makes me very upset. So I'm gonna hit you with a million questions instead I'm gonna answer your question with a million other questions um, so but there were people that were like look like you know what should I do I actually you know I want to get into it and I was like you should just be searching for digimon cards or the character you like and then buying it and then you just branch it. that's how that's what I do when I don't know something I just buy a bunch of it I buy a bunch of stuff and I'm like oh I don't like that I don't like that I like this I like that I think too many people are afraid of making mistakes and spending money on things that aren't going to make the money because you want to be perfect you want to be 10 and 0 when it comes to your profits and your losses which is retarded i think you just need to taste things you need to try things that's how you refine who you, gotta you take are an as a l collect- sometimes yes
1: you gotta take an l you know what i mean you gotta know what
0: that yeah what that l tastes like yeah. and, and you gotta you're and like, you'll huh. understand why you'll yeah. understand like wow this set really sucks i think i know why because i opened it and i didn't get I saw a lot of this card, I saw a lot of this card, they didn't really, you know, reward us with these cards, you start yeah, to understand I went, I went why back stuff sucks. went
1: back through, I comped the prices, you yeah. know, majority of the cards that I got weren't worth anything, and then there was only these couple cards that are worth something, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, all, the, all that stuff, all that stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I love Digimon, so I'm going to protect the hobby, it's not gatekeeping, it's literally
0: just telling you to go study, and go buy some cards, go be a kid again. Go on eBay, buy a lot of Digimon cards, pick out the ones you like, pick out, then, you know, well, I don't like the way these cards look, or I like these hollows, or I like these gold texts. Everyone has
1: their own little fetish, right? Their own little niche yeah. of what they like about certain cards. Those are the ones you get. Yeah, let's bring it back to Pokemon. Everyone knows that gold cards are like, are they're rare. They're yeah. nice. They look nice, but they're not really worth anything. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people like them. And they usually sell for right around 20 bucks. Doesn't matter what gold card you get, right around 20 bucks. Yeah. But if you like gold cards and you see that you're, you're going to buy them, yeah. a PSA 10 only sells for 50 bucks, you know, and a RAW sells for 20, yeah, it's not very lucrative, but if that's what you like to collect, yeah. collect it. And you know, over, over time, these things will become rare mm-hmm. due to the amount of quantity that's out there. It can also,
0: there's, there's so many different possibilities. There's also the possibility that. You become an insane collector of whatever card you're after you just become the best collector there is and you showcase that on your social medias and you cause a craze in right. this new niche there's things right. like that. People tell us all the time when we talk about certain cards they're like, dude, you were talking about this card and now I can't find it for this price yeah that means that means people are listening to us that you know what I mean um, and it could be the same for you maybe you become some insane, uh, you know, gold,
1: gold, Pokemon gold card, card collector, yeah,
0: gold Pokemon cards only, and you collect them all and you make it a big deal and you showcase it correctly. The next thing you know, the power of influence and in social oh, media, like, um,
1: you could totally set that off. Uh, Who's that guy um, on Instagram that you follow um, with the Digimon stuff before Digimon yeah, really Digimon was even, was yeah. even popping? This guy, this guy was just posting his, his cool BGS 9.5, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. black war Greymon or this one yeah. or that one. And like. No one, no one really no one really cared about Digimon, right. you know. he was doing it anyways. Like four, five, six, seven, eight, you know, a year ago. Yep. But he was just posting up his cards, like, this is my collection, this is what I think is cool. Yep. While everyone else was like, nah, dude, he Pokemon. He what he liked. Pokemon's the hype. Yeah. yeah. And he that's what's going to hold you strong in this hobby. You know, that's what's yep. really going to tie you down and get you grounded. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think people understand, it's
0: not the money for me. I am super attracted to the idea that I may end up with the only PSA 10 WarGreymon in the world. I like that. You know what I mean? Even if it's not even worth, he could be worth like 2,000 bucks. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. This is just so cool. Yep. So that's like, that's the type of stuff that I think about. That's the type that, it, it tre- that's why I, I like, collect like certain treasure. things. Yeah. Like I want to be one of the few. That's what I want to be a part of a specific club of collectors. Um, so if you ask me what Digimon you should be buying, I'm not being mean. Nobody's being mean to you. And I think the guys in the discord do a really good job of like, hey, <laughs> he's not going to answer that crap. You need to figure this one out um because we we all have a good understanding i think most of the guys in the discord are very are doing a very good job and i don't have to really like check that um but i could just read people like a book and when you ask that type of question it reminds me of just some type of reseller looking for an opportunity and I, and for from that for that matter i could like lie to you and you know like oh yeah you need to buy this and you just buy it all and you look like a fool so that's why you need to buy what you like and not what greasy wants you to buy all right After that long rant, I had to get it out. Series 1 Digibattle. A lot of people, you guys do want to get into it, so I'm going to go educate you about it. I'm not going to tell you values. I'm not going to tell you what's rare, what's not rare. I'm just going to tell you the facts. Series 1 Digibattle. That's the booster box that I showed you guys on my YouTube Live not too long ago and also on TikTok. Um, It's the first set of Digimon battle cards. So these like the TCG cards. You can play them competitively and things like that. It was very successful in Japan, not so much in the U.S., because um, they changed the game. I think they changed the rules a little bit. Uh, but Series 1, it's different than the starter deck. A lot of people think the starter deck was the first set of Digimon cards. It's two different things. The cards in Series 1, it's like an expansion of the starter deck. So you need both to really like make a good deck. Um, but the starter decks have like the Agumons, the Gabumons, all your all your TV favorites. The ones that most people know. Series 1 has, like, more monsters that you probably haven't seen and more of, like, the advanced monsters. That's what an expansion is. It's supposed to be for expert play. It's supposed to boost your pack, boost your deck. So, um, the hits in that, and before, before I get to that, there's a website you can go to. It's called digizone.com. It's digi-zone.com. And it's a website. Um, it, ha- it hasn't been updated since, like, the 90s, you can tell. But this guy has an entire list of every digimon series and the cards within the set it's very much like pokemon collector like Mm -hmm. that same type of website he doesn't have all the cards documented because that's how short printed some of these were and if you weren't on it back in the day you you may not know that these certain cards exist so there are cards missing but for the most part you're going to get an idea of what each series looks like and what each starter deck looks like there's multiple series and multiple starter decks series one these are some of the hits you, are, you want to look for if you're into like hollows or like the gold prints. Uh, Piedmon, he's one of the dark masters. He's the, the clown looking dude. Uh, Boltmon, he is a uh, Frankenstein looking guy. I don't know if you guys remember any of these. Uh, Piedmon, was probably, he's probably my favorite villain of all of them. Um, next to like Diabormon or something like that. Uh, Marine Anjumon these are all classics guys i hope you should look them up and you, you'll probably remember them if you're into digimon megacedramon another dark master so he was one of the four bad guys that they fought in the show uh metal edamon you guys remember him edamon was the monkey that fought all uh he yeah. fought Greymon, but Greymon got his butt kicked so then he turns into metal uh graymon and then he fights edamon but Metal Edamon is a mega version. He's like a metal version of himself, so he's all metal. Yeah, he's
1: like a corny, human-like monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And then Gatomon, one of the uh, Digi-Destined. The little cat Poke- Pokemon. Jeez, the little cat Digimon. Um, those are the kind of the bigger hits in these sets. Series 1 has not really popped off, but I have a feeling we ha- we're, we're just getting... This is the tip of the iceberg with Digimon. This is one of those things you get in front of if you really like Digimon the time is coming for this stuff the time is coming for this stuff and it may get out of reach very fast um i believe with series one two, they also did first edition cards so there were first editions and you see the stamps on the cards themselves uh, but you can also pick them up you know unlimited i believe my card the booster box i have is unlimited but um if i'm correct you, no one really knows until they open the packs it's really weird, Digimon was super vague on how they did business back in the day, hmm. which kind of makes, makes it interesting, yeah, yeah, it makes it fun um, the pool rates so these are different from each set they're not they're not the same in each set, but series one, because I have a booster box, it's a one in sixteen uh pool rate for a gold text or a hollow. Some people say gold texts are more rare, some people say hollows are more rare. It really depends um I think it depends on the monster. And then in some cases, some monsters have hollows and gold text, not on the same card, but they'll have a gold text of a ver- of this card and then a hollow version of the card. Um, I like to go for gold, specifically because if you're buying cards that are twenty something years old, there's less surface for it to be scratched because it's just a gold text, so it's it's very easy to grade. Mm. Whereas a hollow, you're going to see every little blemish. So if it's not pack fresh. Mm-hmm it's likely that there's more damage than you could possibly see in a picture. Yeah. Um, that's just my opinion. If you like the, the hollows look amazing though. Cause it's all over the entire cards kind of like yeah, I, different I, for its yeah, time. I can see how those get get damaged really easy though. But, and, uh, you can't really tell. And this, you take a really good look at them. So in terms of grading, well, I think gold, gold techs are the way to go because it's just less area for it to be blemished. Obviously the edges and things like that can get nicked up, but, um, there's less surface area. Like on a hollow, you see a scratch clears day. It's 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 not it's no brainer. You know when you see something like that. So uh, me personally, I go for both. Really, it's just situational basis. Um, but for series one, I don't think you can go wrong with any type. Um, let's see here. What was the last thing I want to tell you guys? Oh, and then the packs. So for those of you that are interested in buying. Battle. They have blister packs, so you can buy a sealed blister pack, which, you know, it's in the plastic with the cardboard. That's one of the safest buys you can do. Um, next, you have the U.S. release. If you're buying a U.S. release booster pack, it's going to be short crimped. We talked about this on the live stream. I want to let you guys know again, though. It's short crimped, which means it's going to be really sm- like a, just like in Pokemon. You have your long, long crimp and short crimps. A U.S. release will have a short crimp. And with these, for some reason, the way they printed the booster packs, it's totally normal for the booster packs to get faded. So, like, if you bought, like, a blue booster pack and it, like, comes out looking, like, comes back, it, like, looks greenish-yellow, it's literally because the thing is so old that like it's, like, oxidized. Hmm. They did not do a good job with, like, the toner or whatever it was in the print. Um, so, you, you may see faded Digimon packs. Check the seller. Check his feedback. Check the quality of his pictures. Check his other listings to make sure that it's valid. Um, and then the Euro release packs, which is what I have, those are long crimped, and they look they look different, and they're really hard to open. <laughs> um, you gotta use scissors, but they're not like they're not crimped. So the, the long part of the pack is actually flat; it's like perfectly flat. There's no like little ridges in it. Um, and those are Euro release packs; they're not fake. They have English cards in them. Make sure you ask the seller because there are Italian packs, I believe, and there's one other type of pack. I think French they got their own prints but every other country in the euro release box they got english cards it's so weird is it it's a euro box with english cards it's very interesting how they did it part of the reason why the hobby didn't do so well initially because it was kind of like scatterbrained. like hey we're just gonna do this um so that's the type of stuff you're looking for uh series one digi battle i have my box i want to open it um but as of right now, I'm I'm what I'm to be honest. All I'm doing is I'm watching the market. I'm making sure that I retain my value or increase it one way or the other. And right now, the answer is not to rip. Um, but I would say that if you're interested, I think it's a great time to accumulate. Great time to accumulate. And then you know, well, what set should I buy? Just start from the beginning and work your way up. So that's what we're starting with, series one. Um, there shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't be trying to always go for the money play. You got to go for what you like. These cards are really cool to me because we had them as kids. Um, we didn't have them all, you know, but I remember all the, when, when you see the set, you it just brings back so many memories. Um, and that's really what we did it for. See, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to talk about for series one. Uh, I think that's it. Any other questions you guys can hit us up in the discord always. Uh, try to answer you guys. There's we're getting close to like eighty members in there. So I can't respond yeah, to everyone. A, there's a
1: lot. There's a lot of you guys now.
0: Yeah. I can't respond to everyone and neither can Devin. Devin never responds anyways, but I can't respond to everyone. So uh, you know we'll try we're we're doing our best. Um I've been I've been talking to a handful of you as well about being a mod, a potential mod or someone who can drop some bots in for us. Um, you know, we're, we're looking, we're, we're looking, we're thinking about it. We're considering it because my workload is obviously, you know, enough. Um, but yeah, hopefully that'll keep the discord nice and clean. Um, we are, we are not, I guess you could say we're not looking for solicited services. We're looking for a friend who can help us out. So keep that in mind before you hit me up and say, Hey, I'll do it for, you know, X amount of dollars. I'll probably just ignore you. Um, I don't work like that. Uh, I think that's it. Digimon series one it's the first set it's not the most valuable set no one's talking about it and i think that's why it's a great time to accumulate because it's still a finite uh supply supply very finite and even from when i started buying a few months ago the the supply is already down a lot of my keyword searches that i've usually used to find you know some stuff on ebay not finding it as much so um keep your eyes open live on ebay and uh Get into Digimon if that's what you want to do. And also, good luck this week. I think it's the 12th is the release day. So like three days is the official release day for the newer stuff, which also I'm very excited about. Um, I think that's it. All right. Good stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. like it. Let's get into the Heart of the Cards. Heart of the Cards, let's go.
1: All right, everyone. It is Heart of the Cards segment. This is where we talk everything Yu-Gi-Oh! We're going to slowly learn and introduce you guys to uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, TCG game. You guys um, are showing a lot of interest, too. We've been dueling a lot. Yeah, a lot a lot of, a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! fans out there in our Discord, um, amongst the community. It's been really fun dueling with you guys. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been a lot, a lot of fun. Um, so I appreciate the participation in the Duel Links uh, Discord tab. Um, we're always open, we're always free to duel, uh, but don't dis- get discouraged if we... Don't end up, you know, okay. dueling or if we if we if miss you're getting your clapped request. every week.
0: <laughs> if you're getting clapped every week, don't take it personal. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding.
1: Yeah, but if we don't see your request or um if we can't if we don't get to it, don't take it personally. We will. We will duel everybody in the community. I was playing
0: Christopoli last night. Chris Rossetti, the MVP, he got the he got a little bit of taste of the magician deck that's actually been like torn apart from Banlist, list. So Uh-oh. he's still got the business. Got the dark cavalry.
1: Chris Topley Taking the L Alright guys Let's get into Heart of the Cards So It's kind of funny Because every week Me and Denny uh, We both kind of Write You know Different segments Of the show And then we come back Then we meet each other On Tuesday And then We come up with our Our rough draft Of everything we're Going to talk about And then you know Little bullet points Here and there And on his DigiDestin He kind of went One way with his rant And I know we already Kind of hit on it But here we go Heart of the Cards I get asked these questions A lot We didn't talk about
0: this Is what he's saying (laughs) Huh? We didn't talk about this, is what he's saying. This was
1: not pre-planned. Right? We didn't pl- We didn't talk about this at all. It's not pre-planned. Um, but it's like a feel. It's like a. It's like a weird vibe that I get from like when I go back and I listen to our old our other episodes I go okay we're missing some value here we're missing a little bit there and a little bit there and I, and I want to make sure I add them into you know future episodes and then I kind of see now things on the discord or I see people in uh, Denny's comments on uh, TikTok and I'll see the things that you guys are kind of confused about and asking questions about and want to know and a lot of those fre- frequent questions so I got them up right here um, I, see, I see this a lot what to collect and especially in Yu-Gi-Oh hey what do I collect number one rule Whatever you like Yeah what? If you don't like Yu-Gi-Oh Then don't collect it Even yeah. if it even What's if your it favorite is, monster bro? Even if it is lucrative Even if it is You know Making tons of money Well don't be a sellout You're a collector Collect what you like If you like Pokemon only Then collect Pokemon If you like Digimon Then click Digimon If you like all three of them Then collect all three
0: that's the idea funny. is because you'll get really good at it really fast Because your right. knowledge and your passion will take you to a whole other level you'll, you'll find yourself staying up at night Doing things you wouldn't normally do Because you
1: like it and You're still, enjoying still it so much Still waking up for yeah. your, your shift at yep. 5 o'clock in the ready morning Ready to go energized Yeah, energized, ready to go And not complaining to anybody like Oh mm-hmm. man, I stayed up all night looking this up Yeah No, you're like Oh dude, look what it's I found It's like last going night. to college
0: Yeah some people hate college. It's like, why are you going to college if you hate it? And then when the person that drops out is, like, happier than ever and doing what they love, and then the other guy's, like, stuck and, like, chained. That's what we're talking about.
1: Yep, that's what we're talking about here. So, again, collect what you like, guys. It's always the most important part. But number two, here's another uh, good tip. Popular monsters. So if you don't know where to go, you guys are kind of been of Yu-Gi-Oh for a while, um, and I know we're learning all this together because uh, I, I too, am getting back into Yu-Gi-Oh. I know a whole lot more um, than I lead on to, but... Uh, I know that we all don't have the same, um, uh, what's that, like, foundation. Background. Background, foundation of, of, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh. So, again, popular monsters, guys. Can't go wrong with Dark Magician. These are just some off the top of the head. Um, Some OG ones. Dark Magician, Buster Blader, Red Eyes, Summon Skull, Gaia, and Blue Eyes. All these cards right here, any cards that are classics and any card that is related to them, normally do pretty well.
0: These are the Charizards, the Venusaur, the Blastoise.
1: Yes, 100%. A dual monsters. 100%. Um, and again, you can't really go wrong. Any, any rarity, any, any type of deal, if you like the way the art looks, you like the way the card is, get it. Uh, number three on um, what to collect is rare rarity cards. So some of my personal favorites are like the Starlights. I like the Starlights. One of my, uh, I think they're probably my least favorite is the Starlight. The Next one up from there is a the Ghost Rare, and then my absolute favorite of like the rare rarities, like the ones that are like the one in every three three boxes or at one in every two cases or whatever. That's these cards we're talking about here. Um, is the Collector's Rare? It is what it says it is. It's a Collector's Rare. Um, that's how they labeled it, and I think it really stands uh, stands up to its name. I like I like the way it looks. I'm I myself as a collector, I'm super drawn to it. I like it. I think the cards they pick to have as collector's rares are really good. So, um, check them out. So, again, guys, what to collect? There you go. Uh, next thing up, next question I, I, I saw a lot in the vibe that I was getting is, like, what version to buy? There's all kinds of Dark Magicians. There's all kinds of uh, Blue Eyes. There's all kinds of Red Eyes. Which one do I get? Well, it depends. It depends on your budget. So, what are you willing to spend? What are you, what are you willing to put up for this card? How much does this card mean to you, you know? Is it is $500... Um, are you gonna be upset about that if you spend it on a PSA ten, you know yeah. red eyes? The worst question ever. Is it worth it? It's like, I don't know. Five hundred dollars to me on a card
0: I really like is totally worth it, but you'd be like, I would never do that. That's how you answer your question. Right. It's right. when you it's when you say that's too much, that means it's not worth it. Right. That's Absolutely. your your decision. Or
1: though. if something else comes to mind as soon as you go you go, let me see how much this is yeah, goes, 500 Five hundred. I could buy two pairs of shoes Then you should have done that Then go buy two pairs of <laughs> shoes Yep, <laughs>
0: exactly should not be second guessing yourself yeah. so much
1: So it depends on budget, obviously guys uh, and The next thing up here, very important um, Do you want first edition or do you want unlimited? Some people don't care Some people only want to collect for the nostalgia Some people only like Yu-Gi-Oh cards because it reminds them of their childhood It reminds them of that, you know, ripping cards It reminds them of, you know, all that like time And all that strategy they put into it It's a lot of hard work as a kid, you know So, for me, Yu-Gi-Oh! holds that special place. So, uh, I always go for first edition. I like first edition stuff. I think it's rare. I think that the uh, supply out there has already been, um, what's it called? Like, capped, you know? So, the ones that are out there are going to be out there. And I like the fact that it's limited. Um, But, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't deter you either way from Yu-Gi-Oh! Whether you like first edition or unlimited, if you like the artwork of a Summon Skull um, from Metal Raiders... That's a great point. My Metal Raiders, my
0: PSA 9 Metal Raiders... Uh, summon Skull it's like a pop of 40 that's unlimited
1: that's still low that's a low it's pop super still. low for cards 2002 right but a first edition Summon Skull and a PSA 9 might sell for 5000 but Denny bought his for 200 which, 200. Is, which is ridiculous <laughs> which is like which is ridiculous you know so yeah. if you just like the card and it brings you memories maybe you go unlimited instead so of first edition so a whole lot to think there guys uh, think about the next thing up is hey maybe the version of the card you like is modern, or maybe you're more of a vintage Yu-Gi-Oh person. Maybe you like just the vintage ultra rares, the ones with the gold writing and the hollow artwork, and you like the way that the old Yu-Gi-Oh looks. It's very dark. It's very menacing. It's very you know, um, like art- artistic, nostalgic, I mean? nostalgic, dark. Maybe you like that, or maybe you like the modern stuff. You like the new art. You like the textures. You like the, the different type of rarities. And stuff. <laughs> you like the robots. You like you know, or maybe you like uh, Dark Magician in a in a uh, Starlight Rare. Right. He looks better in a Starlight bearer. Maybe you like him in the um in a in all gold or whatever it is. This and is your
0: research. This is your research. It's yeah. what you
1: like. You know what I mean? So really, what version to buy depends on what you like. And don't let anyone deter you away. Like, oh, well, that's that's starter deck. It's not worth anything. Well, guess what? There's starter deck, um, red eyes, starter deck, magi- uh, dark magicians, starter deck. You know, um, blue eyes cards that are going out there that are graded for tons of money, unlimited mm-hmm. or first edition, big bucks, big 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 bucks so again just because something is starter deck or a promo doesn't mean that it's not worth it if it's worth it to you if it's something that you like you get it graded you will increase the value and you will be able to sell it and it will be like forever make you happy mm-hmm. so that's it for uh, what version to buy the next thing up um, another question we get a lot is uh, how to sell the unwanted cards a lot of people will understand how to sell um, unwanted Pokemon cards you know, they, they know, okay, I can sell my Vs, I can sell my Full Arts, I can sell my VMAX, I can sell my Rainbows, I can sell my Golds, I can sell my Trainers, right? People know that stuff. But, Yu-Gi-Oh, a lot of people don't know. They're like, I don't know, this card only sells for 50 cents, it's not worth it. Well, Yu-Gi-Oh is a little bit different than than Pokemon. A lot of people like to have three copies of stuff inside their deck. It makes it more viable that way, so that way they can pull it in a starting hand when they're playing the game. So if, you're, if you want to sell... Your cards that you get from a booster box. Say you buy a booster box of Phantom Rage, which is a newer set of Yu-Gi-Oh! All, and you, you get a Starlight Rare out of it and all the other cards that you don't care about. Maybe you make a deck out of all similar cards from that, that booster set. You make a little play, a play deck of 20 cards. I've seen some sell from 70 to like a $100. You can sell them as singles. Some of the cards sell for singles. You, $2, $3, $4, play, depending on playability and how rare it is. Hard, how hard it is to pull from the set or you can sell them as lots Yep. so three cards sell them for two dollars do the
0: work and a lot of people say well, what's the easiest way to know the value um you look through every freaking card you have I'm, that's, I'm, that's the hard work you know what I mean nothing comes easy I think a lot of people are like how do you know this stuff's worth that it's like when you've been doing it for two years you just know Right? I've seen these names over and over. I've seen these reprints. I know what's what. Right. It's really easy. But if you don't know, you literally go on eBay and you check card for card. Completed and sold prices. And then you get a little sticky notes and you put them on your cards. This one's a dollar. This one's a dollar. This one's a dollar. And you just, you grind. You grind your butt off.
1: Yep. Until you get good. It's very similar to to Pokemon. There is some differences, like I said. Most of the time, you're going to be selling in lots of three. But just like Pokemon, you sell those in lots of three sometimes, too. Sometimes even four. So, again, guys, it's three. Not three very is the hard. standard playset for Yu-Gi-Oh! And I've talked to some people who who have been selling Yu-Gi-Oh! cards for a very long time. And they have told me that turning, uh, making your money back from the from uh, what you bought a Yu-Gi-Oh! booster box for, which is usually like 80 bucks for a booster box of um, 24 packs, you'll make your money back. He's like, if you know how to sell all the cards, you know what's what, you'll make your money back hands down every single time. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's very true. So don't get discouraged guys. Don't just go for those super rare starlights, all those hits, all the hype cards that you're probably gonna see here on TikTok sometime later on this year. Um keep your guys' uh minds focused and look at the real real collectible stuff. hmm Alright, what sets to buy? Like we ran it about earlier, this question bugs me as well. So I figured instead of answering every single person's what should I buy, what should I buy, what should I buy, should I, buy I would just throw a general Hey, this is what I am, this is what I look at right now. This is what I, when I see it, this is what I buy. So, if you're just getting into Yu-Gi-Oh! And you're like, well, I want to ask you what to buy because I don't even know. I have no idea. I see all kinds of sets. And I think they all look cool. I don't know what you're trying to get. Well, here you go. Here's I grab one rec- of Here's some recommendations. Maximum Gold. I think it's a great set. Right off the top of my head, Maximum Gold is great. It has old and new cards. So you get to see the old cards and the new cards. And the feel and the look of the cards look awesome. So if you're a collector... This, you'll appreciate this set a whole bunch Trust me The next one up is Unlimited Vintage Packs These come from third 3rd party uh, distributors They have a cardboard backing with a plastic sleeve on the top um, You can get Metal Raiders uh, Pharaoh Servant You can get uh, Legend of Blue Eyes I'm talking about all the vintage packs uh, Dark Crisis, uh, Invasion of Chaos All of them um, Those are really fun A lot of people try to upsell them for triple the amount of money um, Talk them down Because most of them are resellers Most of them are re- resellers They just want to make money so as long as they're not breaking even, they're making some money, they will work with you. Uh, the next thing up is Blazing Vortex. I love Blazing Vortex. I haven't opened up any myself, but it's a brand new set to you. It just came out. I think it's a great thing to open up. It has some Starlight cards in there. It ties in some old sets from back in the day. I think the Armored Dragon cards. If yeah. anyone remember those, Armored Dragons. They're coming out with some new playable cards in the set. So hey, that brings a lot of the old um, Yu-Gi-Oh players to your guys' eBay pages to come find these playable cards so that way they can put them in their decks. Um, And then maybe they tell their friend about your Pokemon cards you got, so who knows. Um, And like I said, they have Starlights. Next set. uh, The next two sets, these are um, pretty special uh, because they have the Collector's Rare. Toon Chaos and Genesis Impact. If you guys were really uh, interested in Collector's Rare, you guys um, are intrigued by how I've described them, you know, or you've seen them for yourself. That's where they come in. Tune Chaos and Genesis Impact. Genesis Impact is very new, so you'll be able to find it uh, on the shelves and probably in your local games, uh, local card stores. And uh, it has a lot of lean cards, a lot of Twin Evil, car- uh, Twin Live cards, uh, Twin Evil Twins, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Twin Evil, yep. something like that. It's cards that I don't know. A lot of the newer cards, um, so you'll be able to find that probably around like $70, 80 bucks. Toon Chaos is going to be a little more expensive, like one sixty to hundred bucks, depending on if you're getting first edition or unlimited. So just be careful when you're looking, guys. Um, but that just about does it for heart of the cards um i hope that helped you guys out i hope you guys got a little background you guys can go in with a, a little more uh what's it called like confidence confidence yeah more more stop confidence. second guessing yourself stop go out second there guessing. and buy
0: cards like you did when you were a kid and let those rare cards fall in your lap learn your lessons from the sets you don't like and move on you exactly. guys gotta have fun gotta have fun if you're sitting here doing analysis paralysis you're gonna be sitting there doing analysis paralysis next week too stop being scared have fun that's how we enjoy the hobby gotta try all the sets don't knock them don't take our word for it just go out there get what you can get especially in today's market yeet that it all right let's get in the next one
1: All right, guys, it's Devin second time. This is the efficient, uh, this is uh, all the small scale-ups, low budget. Hey, I don't got the money, Gengar Greasy. I don't got the money, no gimmicks. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. Well, guess what? Here's all the small scale-ups, 15 to $25, $60 pickups that you guys can turn into $100, 200 or maybe mm. they turn into $1,000. Who knows? Who knows? Interesting.
0: Who knows? Interesting.
1: But this week, we don't, have any, we don't have any real traditional sleepers, guys. We have a bunch of lookouts. These cards are, are very rare. I see these cards uh, withstanding the, the, the test of time. Uh, I think they fill out all the collectible um, kind of categories that we have here on the uh, Poketara Podcast. Um, but let's start it off here. Raikou, 19. The, a lot of these cards are promos, guys. I've been on the promo game. Promos are getting slept on. Everyone everyone's Special buying delivery up, Pikachu. Everyone is buying up all all the sets, all <laughs> I'm the packs, just kidding. because kidding. they think it's hard. They're like, oh, yeah. I can resell these. I can sell them sealed for double the price. It's really hard to get sealed stuff. So go out there and buy this stuff raw right now. This stuff right here is promos. This is like guaranteed like old stuff. Heart gold and soul silver came out a long time ago as well as, uh, as well as these other promos we're gonna talk it's about. It's one of the few sets I'm least knowledgeable about too. Right. And most people are least knowledgeable about Heart Gold and Soul Silver. So I think these cards are kind of like low key sleepers, but again, they don't really have any hard evidence to prove that they're going to be some some real bangers. But if you look at the you look at the cards, you'll know what I'm talking about. So Raikou 19 from Hard Gold Soul Silver, it's a promo. You can find it raw for about fifteen to sixty dollars. I didn't find any of them graded in a nine or a ten. Didn't find any. Hmm. Couldn't find any sold on eBay. So again, if you're the one who puts it up there, you score a nine or a ten or maybe even an eight. You're gonna put up your asking price. You're gonna be the one that puts up the price. I want thirty k. I want thirty k for my PSA eight Raikou nineteen <laughs> promo. Oh, man. You can do that. You know, would, is it right? Will anyone buy it? I don't know, but it's all up to you. Inte um, next one up. Inte twenty heart gold soul silver same price range. And you guys guessed that the one after that is Suicune twenty one heart gold soul silver. Uh, same price range. So what's really cool about these cards, guys? This is the part that I left out. Oh, I mean, just, are... This is what this is what really uh, pulled me to them, is that they are the shiny version. Yeah,
0: I was just Of to the legendary to dogs. Yeah, they're shinies.
1: They are shiny. So, yes, if you if you dropped out already, you're like, uh, Devin Core. I don't care about legendary dogs. Skip that. Going right to Poketar to top five. You missed out. No, <laughs> they're mm-hmm. shiny. The dogs are shiny. So tell me the last time you saw three cards. That had a hollow border. Ooh. Had the dogs on it that were hollow. Were old. You know what I mean? Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver. What is that? 2000... was 2010. 2010. So we're about 11 years old now. Yeah. We're about 11 years old. Halfway to being vintage. Another 10 years would be vintage. Or 9 years would be vintage. And you have a shiny, legendary dog promo with hollow borders. In a PSA 8, 9, or 10. The fact that it has hollow borders and you get an 8... Is great because these cards are really hard to grade. Yeah, and most collectors understand that. They know. Yep. They know like this is a really old card and the fact that it's it's an a eight and it has these hollow borders, it's worth some money. Because for it to go through time without being damaged in any type of way to still get that grade, that's what collectors are paying for and that's what they want. Yeah. Yep. Again, That's Raikou 19, Heart Gold Soul Silver, Entei 20, Heart Gold Soul Silver, and Suicune 21, Heart Gold Soul Silver. 15 to 60 bucks, guys. Go snag one up. They're sick. If you like shiny Pokemon, if you like legendary dogs, if you like legendaries or Pokemon in general, check them out. Next one's up, guys. These ones are cool. I like them. Really, really hard to find though. I think these ones are like. These ones are serious bangers. I'm talking about these ones. When I when I say bangers, these are gonna be the cards that are like in five years when everyone's like, Oh, did you did you know this on the next social media platform? Did you know about this card? These cards right here gonna be like 10k, 15, 20k. I promise you, watch. Bet me. Bet me. <laughs> I promise you. I am I'm putting my money on it right now. Listen to these. Mudkip. Yes, a starter. Mudkip. 005 promo with a Pokemon League stamp. So it has a gold Pokeball on it. Mm-hmm. It is it is an e-reader card. And it's a hollow. So all those things right there, it is an e-reader series card, it is a promo, it has a Pokemon League stamp on it, and it's a starter. That right there, that's exclusive. That is like stuff, something no one will be able to get. That's like base set, collectible material stuff. That's limited quantity, limited product, limited availability to people, very exclusive. Only the people who, who participated in this Pokemon League got these cards. That's very exclusive very premium you're talking big buku bucks and these people that when these kids and adults that really enjoyed ruby and sapphire and emerald start buying pokemon cards and start collecting again to bring back their childhood and their nostalgia guess what they're going to be gunning for these rare starter pokemon just like you gun for charizard blastoise and venusaur all all these 90 kids right all Mm -hmm. the 90s babies that's what we did we gun for venusaur charizard and blastoise zapdos mewtwo mew Mm-hmm. All the OGs. Mm-hmm. And then we adapted and we started liking the, the newer stuff. I like the way these look
0: too. These are like super basic.
1: Yeah. They're very, very, very good looking cards. So the next one up here, Torchic006. Same thing. Promo, e-reader, league stamp. There was only one listing for Mudkip. I think there was one that was graded. Um, yeah, going for quite a bit of money. I just checked it. One, one graded for a PSA and 9. And one raw.
0: And one raw. The 9 is going for eight hundo the raw was like a hundred something. Like
1: imagine, imagine you're being, you're that guy right now that buys the mud kit for $800. And in five years, you're the dude on the next social media platform flexing your mud kit. Yeah. Look at this. Have you guys ever seen this right here? This uh, is a $30,000 card.
0: Yeah. And there's a lot of people looking at these cards.
1: Yes, there is. And there's not very many out there. So snag them while you can. If You got the extra money. You're like, I'm going to spend $300 or on shiny fates. I'm
0: going to spend 800 bucks on
1: McDonald's. Yeah. Come on. Come on. All right, guys. Torchic. There was a little bit more listings, guys. Just a little bit more listings for the Torchic. Probably say less than 15, though. Yeah, definitely less than 15. And the last one here, guys, Trico 007 promo. It's the same thing. uh, Pokemon League. This one, I think was a banger. I think it, um, I think Trico was actually the um, more expensive one. I believe Trico was a more expensive one. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, there's only one, and it's listed for 325 raw. And then there's PSA 8s that are like almost 400 Yeah. So that guy's not going to get 325 for his raw one. But um, still crazy. Crazy. crazy.
1: These are crazy limited, crazy valuable cards um, that I know are going to pop. They're going to seriously pop. So if you guys find them, you guys have a friend that has one, you guys have an uncle that has one, do what you can to try to get your hands on it because Ooh. they're rare. And if you're a collector and you're like Ooh. me and you're like you're like Danny, you like that rare stuff that's really hard to find. Um, but PSA guys, a little PSA out there, these um, these numbers. So if you go and you type Mudkip 5 um, promo, you're gonna see some other type of Mudkips pop up, some Japanese ones mm. with the same number. Don't buy those ones. those are not the ones you want. You're looking for like the e-reader looking cards. Kind of a barcode at the bottom it has the e symbol on it um it's an american make sure you're looking at the american 005 promo black stars with the pokemon league stamp not the japanese version just want to get that out there so again i like like this next one mudkip 005 promo from pokemon league Torchic 006 promo from pokemon league and trico 007 promo from pokemon league um this next one up this is i i don't i don't really understand it Uh, (laughs) I don't understand how, how this price could be the way it is because there's so, so many other cards that are similar to this card of the same Pokemon that go for way more money. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a, a crazy amounts of money. So here we go. Rayquaza EX, 0 out of 39. Not 0 out of 39. 0, 39. Black Star Promo. So this Raycausa, um, he has a hollow Borders and everything, right? He's just, from a tin. He's from a tin. He just looks like a regular Rayquaza, but... I don't know if you guys know. I don't know which Cause it's from. I don't know. I don't know what set it's from that this Cause is in, but it's almost like the same exact Raycosa, where he's like it looks like he's coming out of the card like the mm-hmm. picture frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he looks at the same like snaky kind of long. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, picture I just seen that card part that of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing sells for like thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Thousands. I think, the,
0: I think it's a gold star. Um, yeah,
1: I think it's a gold star. I think it's Ray a Kaza. gold star. But yeah, so it's a, it's a gold star with this promo right here. Let me see. You can buy it for twenty to one hundred fifty dollars, yeah. and you can find some pretty good condition ones. Some ones that are some really good conditions for around twenty to 150 one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, that one yeah. right there. Yeah, um, from twenty to one hundred fifty bucks. So this card that is a promo Ray Kaza fan favorite Pokemon twenty to fifty. You can get it graded in a PSA nine. Sell it for three hundred dollars, and there is nothing sold in a PSA ten, and that is probably because. It has a hall of orders it's all very, silver it's very hard to grade in a 10 now reminds me of a chancy where yeah. like you could see every little blemish on like that silver hall right right so if you somehow happen to pull a 10 that's great if you don't at least this gives you a little more wiggle room to have an eight or a nine because everyone all, all collectors and everyone kind of understands that these cards aren't going to get a 10 because yeah. the way that they're designed and the way that they're made. There's a they're CGC very, 9 and a 9.5 on the market that I'm looking at. Very susceptible to getting blemishes, just the way the card is with the with the uh, the hollow borders and stuff. So, you have a little more wiggle room with 8 and 9. So, your 8s are going to be like your 9 price, your 9s going to be like your 10 price. Do I think a PSA 9 is worth $300 right now? No, I think it should be way more than that because Recaza, being the fan favorite Pokemon he is and him having other cards that are very similar to the one that we're talking about right now only going for 300 bucks and a nine I would say hurry up and grab these before they get into the thousands of dollars like every other Lugia every other Ray Kaza card that we see that yeah, this happens to it'd be interesting to see every that one single revisit one. that one every single one it happens to Shining Ray Kaza it happened to him you know what I mean mm-hmm. Shining Lugia it happened to him the Kaza uh, cards I was looking at: Rainbow Raykaza, a full art Raykaza, Kaza EX. Um, mm. Not this one right here. All of those cards got bumped out of the roof. Yeah, it's like one one day they were affordable, the next day I couldn't afford a single one.
0: Interesting.
1: So again, guys, don't be don't sleep on these. Don't be sleeping on these. These are cards that are exclusive that you guys are gonna want. Trust me. Just go out there and look at them. If you really
0: believed in these cards too, if you're listening to this and you just believe in the. The, I guess, heart of the cards. Yeah, you just believe in like the perspect, like the prospect of this card. Like it's like it's a good prospect to be buying. You could probably snatch this CGC nine or this nine point five that's up already. The work's already done because it look like they're really hard to grade. That's where I would go with one of these types of cards. Nine point five, I would try and snipe that for four hundred bucks. He wants four seventy five. He's getting three ninety nine ninety nine. That's what I would try to do, um, because a nine point five and a, you know you're you're not going to get the ten in a PSA because I'm looking at the corners. There's two nicks in the back. I don't know how I got a nine point five with CGC. I do not know. There's two nicks. I can see them clear as day. That's a nine in PSA. But um, you could regrade and maybe use brand, uh, you know, to drive up the price. To drive up the price if you're willing. If you wanted to move this card, or you just keep the nine point five and you know you hope that CGC blows up over the next few years. Uh, but yeah. that's probably gonna be the best grade that you're gonna see so the work's already done you just go snipe that guy out for 390 call it a day that's what I would try at least I like it
1: I like it so that is that is Devin core segment for this week that is um, different stuff the legendary dogs that's the starter Pokemon from Ruby Sapphire and Emerald, and uh, that's the Rayquaza promo. It's
0: all all old stuff too, guys. That's the lesson here. Yeah, this the, is all the old lesson stuff. here. We're we're going for stuff that has capped populations. That means they cannot print another exact card of this ever again. It's just it's too these are too old. It's they too could, late. They
1: just wouldn't. You know. They,
0: well, they they won't though. Even if you yeah. would, it would say twenty twenty one at the bottom or something like that. It wouldn't be the same card. Um. We're doing this because all the attention is on the 25th anniversary. This is a great time to accumulate all the vintage and then you be ready to make moves by the 30th anniversary because everyone's distracted right now. Everyone goes one way, we go the other. Yep. Um, And these are things, you know, people are looking, the real collectors are looking at this stuff. So you got some competition, but it's not, it's not amplified. It's not amplified because nobody's talking about it because everyone's worried about McDonald's Happy Meals right now. Mm Mm-hmm. So um,
1: You have serious, a great opportunity. competition. Yes,
0: a great opportunity. I like it a lot. Let's get into the last segment of the day.
1: Poke to our Top, top five. 5. Let's go.
0: Top 5. All new. Somewhat the same, though. I guess it's an expansion of last week's stuff. Uh, this is different. This is different. I'm going different this week because... You know, when there's like hype going on, we just, we just talked about this, but when there's hype going on around the hobby, I usually tend to go the other way. Everyone was talking about Shining Fates and I was accumulating Digimon. Like, that's just what I did. Everyone's talking about McDonald's. We, I was telling you guys in the discord today, I take my sons to McDonald's every Friday. If we happen to get two Happy Meals for my kids and they get packs, that's great. I'm probably going to keep it for them though. I'm not even going to tell it the, the older one, I might let him look at them. But the younger one, I'm just going to hide it. And if they do ever end up being anything, it's there for him. The work's done. Um, but I am not hoarding those. I'm not looking to grade them. I am not interested at all. I don't care if I miss the opportunity. I'm not interested at all. Um, there's better moves to be made uh, than doing that. Um, so today, I was like, you know what? People are probably, you know, spent on Shining Fates. They're probably spent on... Uh, hidden fates because what I mean by that is you probably spent a good amount of your your collecting budget within the last three weeks which is fine it's totally fine so I went I went the other way and I said you know let's go back to what I was doing six months ago um, before before the uh, before the whole collectibles guru bull that stuff um, and right. the the Logan Paul stuff mm-hmm. what I was doing before that is I was buying PSA 9 hollows for under 100 bucks. Yeah, I remember that. So today's top five. We even five. talked about it. We talked yeah. about it too, yeah. Today's top five. Long-term holds under 100 bucks, PSA, or CGC. Ooh, these I like are, these. The prices have gone up on these since the last time I checked, by the way. So you can just take my word for it or you can do the research. Number five. We're going with jungle. Um, we didn't add sealed jungle in last week's segment because I think sealed jungle packs are a little overpriced. I really do and i think that's just uh i think that's just one of those things we're seeing more jungle openings on the internet which is causing the entire market to you know upcharge the price of the packs i think jungle should be just about as valuable as fossil they're equal to in my opinion they are equal um one's not better than the other that's just my opinion you can find fossil cheaper than jungle i don't think that's right i think they're about the same so number five psa nine Venomoth. this is on the market everything i'm showing you is on the market tonight um, and then obviously today in the morning time, Wednesday morning, if you're listening, go check it out, see if you can find it, if you're interested. PSA nine Venomoth from Jungle, ninety eight bucks. This is just an unlimited version. It's the Hollow Venomoth Hollow from Jungle. When I was looking at this card last time we talked to you guys about doing this, buying PSA nines that are, I really like the idea of a PSA nine under hundred bucks. Of course, you could spend the extra money and get a ten. But I really like the idea of nines that are under hundred. I just think, I think you're gonna win every time. And let me explain why. This PSA nine Venomoth Hollow, I was looking at one, like in September last year, October last year. They were going for sixty dollars, fifty four dollars. That's almost double the price right here. And we're talking six months later. That's not even long term. That's considered short term in the investing world. For all you uh, chart watchers. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street types, you're not an investor. I'm just telling you right now. Anyways, PSA nine Venomoth, ninety eight bucks, which you know, yeah, it's almost doubled in price. But I can tell you, in six months, you will not find a PSA nine Venomoth Hollow for ninety eight bucks. So if you're building a jungle collection, it may be smart to start looking for these things, or maybe you just eat the extra couple hundred next in the next six months or so, and you're like, well, yeah, I missed the opportunity. Oh well. So number nine, jungle. Number four, this kind of falls in line with um, number five. He meant yeah, number five, jungle. Number four, this one kind of falls in line with um, with last week's uh, pick. So this is a PSA nine magnetine magneton hollow from fossil. Fossil sealed packs were in the top five last week. Now we're kind of digging into the hollows. This one's going for sixty five bucks. That's crazy underpriced. Seen as seen. Um,
1: A heavy pack goes for what, 200 something bucks? No, like 500. 500? Yeah. Oh, okay. A heavy pack is 500 bucks. Yeah. And you're getting a PSA 9 Magneton Hollow, which is what you get from a heavy pack, right? Mm -hmm. Possibly. Yeah. Could get from a heavy pack, from Fossil, for 65 bucks. Yep.
0: And the chances of you pulling a 10 are slim to none. But, I mean, there's always the op, op you could always do it. You could always, you always can. But in my experience, I've opened, I don't know how many probably a booster box worth of heavy packs and i've not pulled a 10 or at least i've not graded one yet i still have some i need to grade but i have not gotten a psa 10 from any of my vintage packs um so something to consider but this psa 9 magneton was 40 50 bucks when i was looking at it it's now at 65 that's the cheapest one on the market it's live right now you can go snag it you probably send an offer you know get a good deal um why do i like this we bought, I believe it was in October, September, October. I was telling you guys, hey, I'm into Fossil. I'm all in on Fossil. So what did I do? I went and sniped out some PSA 9 hollows. We got ourselves a Kabutops for, um, I think it was like 50 something dollars I can't remember. 50 or 70 Why does that number stick in my head? I don't know. I want to say I got it really cheap. I want to say it was like 60 something maybe. Let's just call it in the middle $60. Uh, don't quote me on that. It was less than 70 I know that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The PSA 9 Kabutops now is over 100 bucks. I bought mine way under market, way under because they were selling for 100 six months ago. But there was one outlier all by himself, and I was like, I'm gonna get that one. And he took my offer, we got it. I want to say it was like 30 40 bucks under market. And now you can't find one for less than 100, you can't, right? Um, but at you know, six months ago, there was, there was a listing, I want to say it was like 60 something dollars. Um, I bought it. Uh I also got a fossil aerodactyl, PSA 9 Hollow. Yep. Um that guy was like sixty bucks. You can't touch them now for like a hundred. Both cards we talked about mm-hmm. in previous episodes. So Magneton's not as desirable as those cards, but I can tell you that his price has gone up since the last time I checked. Yep. And it's the only one on eBay. That's how you know it's an outlier. When you only see one like that that's priced like that, that thing is getting ready to move. It's getting ready to find another home. And then you just kind of get you miss out.
1: Yeah, and although these these some of these Pokemon may not seem very impressive or like like highly sought after or like or like popular or whatever, Magneton in uh, base set I think right yeah he goes for a pretty penny. Oh yeah, pretty like in a nine or Mm ten he goes for a good amount of money. He's nowhere near a Charizard or or you know uh, Venusaur or Blastoise or any of those you know OG OGs like the starters, Mm -hmm. but no one would have thought. Back then either that magneton would have went for I think the last one I saw was like six hundred bucks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, it's like no one would have thought that. So even though it's a magneton from Fossil for sixty five right now.
0: These are these are things that you could buy with the intentions of selling though, because it's right. underpriced. Right. It's underpriced. You know, I could I could totally move away from my Aerodactyl, my Kabutops. Um I bought a dark Golbat, I bought a dark Machamp. I could totally move away from those cards. That's why I consider them long term holds because they're in my PC right now, they're in my personal collection. But they they're not they were there because I bought them underpriced. They were not there because I absolutely needed them. So this week's segment in the top 5 is long-term holds under 100 bucks. And you use these cards to build your collection. Here's an example of a card that was underpriced that I'm going to keep. My Flashfire Charizard. It's not the secret rare, but it still went from it still went from 50 bucks to over $300 in a matter of months that's insane um and these that that just happens to be an example though of one i'm keeping i'm not getting rid of that one i got i'm keeping it um unless i can get a better one but these other ones you know if i bought that in venomoth for 98 bucks and next year it's 300 and there's some other new card that i want that i've been wanting goodbye venomoth you're gonna help me you know fund my new purchase that's how it works that's the game uh let's see here number three Number three, this one's interesting um, because you can't touch a PSA 9 for this price at all, which I think you should just go and get right now. A CGC 9 Dark Weezing Hollow from Rocket. 55 bucks. Before I bought my um, before I bought my Dark Golbat, it was actually a toss-up between that and a Dark Weezing. So my Dark Golbat I got for $50. $50. Ridiculous. He's like in the 90, $90 range right now for a PSA 9. The Dark wheezing is over 100 I believe, in a PSA 9 right now. So this CGC 9 just sticking out like a sword thumb at $55 will be gone soon. It will be gone. Um, and it goes either way. If you believe in CGC, you keep it in the same slab for you know however long, and you move it when the price doubles, triples, quadruples, whatever the case may be. Um, I, I think Rocket's going to have its day because a lot of big collectors are hoarding all the boxes, but they're not cracking them. So when when they start getting cracked and that supply becomes more finite people are going to um definitely you know start upping the prices but right now there's a lot of sealed boxes out there yeah. for rocket so as it dwindles down just much like base set you can pretty much use that as a marker for anything um, but 55 bucks is low that's yeah, basically that's, that's, the price of a grade
1: yeah that's that's crazy low like you said 55 and I, I got to give the listeners a chance. <laughs> that's the I price. Gotta give the listeners a chance. That's the price of a standard grade at PSA. Fifty so, bucks. Yeah, this is going out there right now, guys. Um, I, everyone knows that. Like, I don't. I don't like CGC myself, but that is seriously underpriced. Mm-hmm. It's low. I don't have a problem with CGC slabs. I will buy them. Mm-hmm. I will, if they are underpriced, like this one is, and this is seriously underpriced. Like low, seriously low. underpriced. Yep. Like Danny said, it's cheaper than an express grade. And My it's vintage. Uh,
0: here's another uh so another rocket example so the the gold i got for 50 bucks you can't touch a psa 9 now for like 90 plus i'm sure you could shoot an offer and you know get a good deal but you ain't touching one for 50 bucks like i did yeah i got a dark machamp that's a psa 9 i got him for 50 dollars as well that guy is like almost 3x
1: now he's almost 150 dollars every day <laughs> so so to all of our listeners right now if you guys don't pick up <laughs> this this CGC nine dark wheezing for fifty five dollars. I'm gonna be upset. Like if if I don't see it on the Gengar's grabs in the Discord, in the Discord, I'm like, oh, I got it. It's right here. I'm gonna be upset because that means I I uh, disqualified. I passed. I passed so that way you guys just have the opportunity to get uh. it. <laughs> Because that's right. what I'm like, doing. I'm, no, I, I'm, no, not a lot of people are dark no, that's wheezing how, fans. But that's how enticed I am yeah. to, to get in this car. That's how underpriced it it's is. Common I'm really sense. Not, though, I'm yeah. really not even gassing it up at all. Go. I you, really want it good on my phone. Go buy, and go buy. it right now. You could
0: go buy ten, you know, McDonald's Happy Meals for sixty bucks, or you could just get this dark wheezing and the work's done. Yep. What do you? Come on.
1: The work's done, and this is real value. Real value. So get out there and get it, because I'm serious. I, I definitely, I definitely, really, I'm really, really interested in that. And I hope that it's there Wednesday night. If it's there Wednesday night still, I'm buying it. And you guys going to see it on Gengar's Grabs <laughs> under No
0: Game Exposed. <laughs> All right. So, there you go. Rocket. That was something we talked about last week. We were talking about sealed packs. Guess what? We're talking about hollows that you can find in the packs now. Um, number two, a CGC9 Persian Hollow from Gym Heroes. We talked about Gym Heroes last week. It's it's a pricier pack. Um, they're 250 plus, really, unless you get a good deal, but... A CGC9 Persian Hollow from Gym Heroes, $94. It's under 100 dollars And you do the math. I mean, if you're buying light packs of Gym Heroes for $250, that means that the heavies are probably five to six Hundo, possibly even more. So to get a CGC nine, you know, or PSA 9 of this card, I'm sure you could find a PSA 9 for just a little bit more if you wanted to stretch. You could probably find one for buck thirty, buck fifty. Um but you know. If you're about value, you go for this card and then you just hold it for a couple months. Trust. You got to trust. Um, and you never know. You know what I
1: mean? Gym, Hero, Gym Heroes is very expensive for it being a newer than Rocket, think, Fossil, and Jungle. I like Gym Heroes a lot. Yeah. I feel like it's highly slept on. Like highly. It's Giovanni's Persian. No, I'm saying I think it's slept on. Oh, yeah. The, the Gym Heroes and Gym Challenge. Like, I think it's a very unique set, especially with all the trainers and everything on it. Like, I think that makes it very cool. Um. Yeah, but it's, it is extremely expensive for whatever reason, it, and it being newer than mm-hmm. the other sets out there. I'm not. I'm not a Persian fan, um, but I, I know
0: that this hard's really. This card is really hard to grade. Those cards with like silver backdrops are very hard to grade. That's why you never see Chanties and PSA tens or BGS tens. Um, you never see Clefables. Those are really hard cards to grade. Um, so a CGC nine is is good you know and and I just hope that they are grading cards harder than PSA that's all you can hope um let's see here this one's a little bit of a stretch but I like it a lot I like it a lot had to had to share it so one of the packs we haven't talked about is gym challenge gym challenge is pretty expensive um it's something I wouldn't buy I think there's lots of other things I would buy for 300 bucks before I bought a gym challenge pack but a PSA 9 Brock's 9 Tails hollow $130 that's amazing. That's sick. That is That's sick. That's amazing. When you consider there's modern PSA nines that sell for a couple hundo, this is underpriced. This is underpriced. And people will say, well, how how could it be underpriced when all, you know, it's because nobody, you guys got to understand. I, I am willing to bet that 80% of the, of collectors that we have in Pokemon right now were created in 2020, 80 to 90% of them. Yeah, like I that, I that just you know what that means? That
1: means they don't even know this stuff exists yet. They yeah, don't. Like I don't. I don't think one hundred and thirty dollars. Like basically, what you're basically what people are saying is like, oh yeah, you know, Brock's nine tails is not worth it. Okay, think about think about this. How much money does it cost
0: to buy a heavy gym challenge pack? And how many heavy gym challenge packs do you have to buy to pull a nine tails? Right. That's a lot of money. Yep. Let's say it takes you six packs at five hundred dollars. That's three thousand dollars to pull a Brock's nine tails. If if you get it in nine in six packs, yep. Yeah, that's not even a guarantee, um, and that's why you have to think about when you think about the value of a card. Think about how hard it is to pull, and then think about how many packs, or you know, how many packs you'd have to do to get it, and then how the many possibility packs of the grade that you're yeah, get. exactly. How, what what are what are the chances that you even pull a nine? What if you pull the eight? What if you got a damaged pack? Yep. Okay, there's lots of packs that have the hollow that's crimped in the back, you know, just because of a printing error. There's lots of different things that could go on. That's why you want to consider the price when you're looking at cards. Um, that's what you should be looking at. And uh, these are all these are all vintage cards. I guarantee you the prices will go up. We can revisit this. It seems like every week now I'm, I'm calling out cards that I said were worth something and they're they're worth more. Um, so. Yeah, take a look at these. Maybe in a few weeks I come back and say, "Look, they're they're gone, and this is the new baseline." Um, but I, I like these for the top five. These are long term holds under hundred bucks. Whether you flip them or you keep them, my point is: is these prices won't exist much longer.
1: Think of think of these picks on the top five as like insurance. It's like insurance to your collecting hobby. You know what I mean? It's like a Pokemon
0: CD. Low yeah. interest, super safe. Yeah, low risk. You're gonna get your money
1: back. Yeah, you're gonna get your money back. Whether it's you know five dollars, ten, or you make a hundred or two hundred off of it, mm-hmm. just depending on how long you let it sit there, it's gonna <laughs> yeah. make you money. It's a it's a twenty percent. Definitely Pokemon not gonna lose CD, money. Okay, like there's no, like, there's no possible way that a, you know, I don't know when, when did Jim Child come out? 2000, uh, 2003, like three two thousand two.
0: I'm not sure. Probably 2002, I
1: think. Something like something like that. So you're telling me that a, a card that was printed in 2002 that's graded in a PSA9 that has a say it has a pop of a 120, right? Right. That its max value, its capped value is 130 bucks. Oh no! Absolutely not. At, you're, no, absolutely not. No. That's that's what we mean by it's underpriced. These cards have not met. They are maxed capped value of what someone would pay. For this card. It mm-hmm. has not. Right. So, like a lot of these charts that, that you see have met their max cap value oh, for yeah. now.
0: Met their potential, yeah.
1: They've met it for now. Like So, those $77,000 sales you see, those $60,000 sales, those $50,000 sales, people are buying at the high end. With the idea that this hasn't reached its cap yet. Mm-hmm. And if it has flight. reached its cap, it's because they really enjoy the card and they want to keep it. They, it brings them some type of memory and nostalgia. It's, it ties some type of memory. Right. It has some type of sentimental value to them. Mm-hmm. Or they realize that it hasn't reached their cap yet. So when we say underpriced, when we, when we talk underpriced, we're not talking about underpriced in terms of market, in terms of investing, in terms of this. No, we're just saying that this product has not reached its maximum cap. Mm-hmm. So say like a first edition Lugia from NeoGen. Right now, the last one sold for what? Seventy six thousand. Seventy six thousand. That's not the ceiling. So say that the ceiling is one hundred twenty thousand. Yeah. There could be four more sales on that card mm-hmm. before it reaches a before it reaches the max of the the only person like the, the max one hundred twenty thousand. There's only one person in the whole entire world that will buy it for one hundred twenty thousand. They buy it for one hundred twenty thousand and it stays there forever. Yeah. That's it. That is what we mean by undervalued. You also have to look at
0: if you look at like the October prices when Logan Paul got in, that's not a lot of people say, well those were inflated. That's uh you know, that will that will never hold. There's way the, more the way I think of it is, no, it was a it was a brief like um snapshot of what the future holds for us. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. The current demand couldn't meet, you know, the supply or the current supply couldn't meet the demand at the time, uh, or vice versa. But what I'm saying is is that gave us a view. If you're seeing PSA 9 Charizards move for 7 k last October like I was, and I was getting ready to sell mine, you know what I mean? Right. It's just a snapshot of its potential. Yeah. That means if it gets there, it can totally do it again. Um, And Pokemon is not even close to being peaked out. We all know this. Everyone, 80 to 90% of us got back in last year. Okay, I got back in like late 2018, 2019. So I'm I'm right behind you guys, you know what I mean? Um so everyone who got in 2020, when they get hip to this stuff, which is what I said, 2021 is going to be the year of everyone remembering what they used to have as kids and what they didn't have. Yeah. And it's going to get out of control and this is from this year till 2026 is a great year to accumulate your vintage. Even it it's high right now, but in and the 30th anniversary it's ball game. You're gonna be like, "Wow, I missed an opportunity." <laughs> Absolutely. So, might as well get all the vintage you can, enjoy it for the next five years, and then play your game in uh, the 30th anniversary. That's what I would do. It's totally what I do. Yep, I and agree. And keep everything. Keep everything you paid off. Yep. So there it is, guys. That's it. The Poké Tower top five long term holds under 100 bucks. You can do this for any set. By the way, this is just stuff that I like okay I'm looking at rocket fossil jungle gym heroes gym challenge and you know as the years move on I will move up with it right so we'll move into like expeditions and we'll move into um what's the other one that I'm looking at uh uh I cannot remember expedition what's after that there's a sky ridge things like I'm gonna slowly move up the sky ridge is out of control too because it was really short printed but um things like that you know I'm just gonna move up with the times year by year very much like we talked about with Digimon. Yep. Start with start with series one, work your way up. Can't go wrong with starting with the oldest stuff first. That way you cover all your bases and you build your knowledge. You're not all scatterbrained, I guess. That's that's my point. Got to have a strong foundation. Yeah. Got to start with that strong foundation. So that sums it all up, guys. That's it. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the episode um, twenty two. Yeah. Episode twenty two. Episode twenty two. It's crazy. Uh, we'll see you guys. On Thursday for another YouTube live QA. Uh, make sure you guys check us out there every Thursday, five PM Pacific on YouTube. Make sure you're there. Tune in to win for a giveaway. Um, it's been really fun the last few be weeks. Be there
1: or be square. Yeah,
0: and I may have a I may have a little something for you guys that are into sports cards on Thursday. Ooh. So if you're if you want to learn what I'm doing in sports cards, tune in. Um, it's a whole new ball game for me, but I might try something out. So uh, Thursday, I'll probably drop the, de- the deets on that. And I uh, think that's it.
1: Yep. Good so sports fans, Sports fans and listeners, you know what to do. YouTube, Thursday, 5 p.m., PST. Let's go. Let's go. All right. All right, and, guys. Uh,
0: that's it. We'll see you guys next Thursday Later. or uh, next week. Later.